Interviews in radio. <laughs> Thank you. No, no. Like this, <laughs> I, was, I was literally just talking about this in the car. Like I, well, the the round table, the Grammy thing. Radio, yes, that was my that was my first real introduction to radio, and I, that it was obviously a whirlwind. And that could, I could have left going. Mm, that was that was just a terrible, terrible time. <laughs> <laughs> I could have left going. Wow. I am drained. Why do people choose to do this? Mm. Yeah. However, I had a couple of interviews that day that reminded me what was so cool about, you know, being an artist. And you were definitely that you were that guy for me there. Thank you. That means a lot because, you know, again, like you look at artists that are super seasoned and even mm. when they enter those rooms. And by the way, what a radio room is. And we're sitting here with Jordan Fisher. Oh, so say, did we start are, this are we interview? Starting? Did we yeah. start yet? Hello. Zach Sang Show. Jordan Fisher's in the studio. Hey, Come on, yeah. come on! Yeah, that was like a nice cold open. It's yeah, a, this is a good drama. I was like, I didn't it's know good. what you were doing. This is like Sully too. This is. <laughs> but the radio room pretty much is like uh, you know sixty radio stations from all over con- the, the country. We all like set up shop backstage at the Grammys or whatever at American Music Awards, and just artists just come through and do a thousand different types of interviews. Yeah. People are throwing things at you. It's just it's like a zoo. It's like you're in a cage yeah. and you're being like wheeled around on a wagon, and people right. are just like throwing rocks at you. Right. Oh, it's, and by the way, if there's if there's some Somebody there that 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 station or the that you know PD or yeah. that that DJ finds more important like you will you will be pushed oh you oh, get yeah. bumped oh, yeah. and, and they'll make it bumped. known you'll yeah, 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 yeah. get it for sure you'll be oh, standing there so we got Chris Brown <laughs> <laughs> I mean does that hurt you a little bit or do you do you know that you still need um, you're, you're still in an introduction yeah, process no, I, it doesn't I'm I, I, I'm li- I you know I'm I'm in a state of a chronic introduction at this point and there are definitely <laughs> people that that have, are more appreciative of the time and artistry or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, there, the, but I, I recognize that it's, it's just part of the world that people need their bites. People need their sound yeah. bites. And like they, if they can manage to get, you know, Katy Perry's time over an artist that just put out their first EP, like I fully understand it. I also know that I'm not going to be in this, in that space for forever. You know what I mean? So I just, I, I am a big picture oriented person and cool. I recognize that the foundation is being laid in a really great way. So no, I'm not like, like I know that the next Grammys and the next VMAs and the next AMAs or whatever, they, they're all going to get better and get cooler. That's it. Yep. You know, like people are going to want more time. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And how important is that mindset, though? The big picture mindset? Because you can't get lost all the time in the present. You yeah. need to be focused on the present. Absolutely. But if you get lost in things that get thrown at you, yeah. there's no way to get keep sight of the bigger picture it's like building a house you yeah know, you, you, you have to start with pouring a foundation and you know, the deeper you dig the longer the house is going to stand you know the deeper you dig the taller you can build the place and and the more room you have for reconstruction remodeling and doing yeah. the things that you need to do so like spending the time create you know having the introductions really meeting people giving them you know two blanks and and <laughs> you know investing in it, I mean, it, it there's mutuality in, in yeah. this interview right now right like if, if of course if, if you guys were all giving me really great questions and i was answering with yeah uh-huh no sure fine all good thank- i hate you that, you would hate me i would never be invited back yeah. you wouldn't really support me very much no I mean, if you did it would be because i don't know i i, I, I wouldn't even know but it, building the foundation is 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 so key and and integral to you know hopefully 
building something that that that, that is based on longevity. Like I want yeah. a career that lasts until the day I decide I don't want to do it anymore, which I don't anticipate ever happening mm-hmm. because I st- I'm, I have fun doing what I do. Yeah. Like I I want to find a revolution in my life where I can put out an album, go on tour, work on a movie, go back on tour, work on another movie. It's a nice rhythm. Album. Like I, that's the goal that yeah. I work on Broadway for a second. Like fall in love, get married, have a bunch of kids, take a break, go be in Hawaii for <laughs> a year, you know, coach little league, go back on tour. Yeah. Then, yeah I, I want to find that thing. And so to, to get to that place, I have to think about the big picture. I have to think about what I'm saying yes to right now, what I'm saying no to right now, being cool with. But you, no. but you also need to have really major confidence in your ability to always perform, right? Sure. And there needs to be confidence in your talent. Sure, definitely. Well, I, I work too hard and for too many hours on the thing on on a too regular of a basis <laughs> to, to not feel at least somewhat confident in yeah. what I can do and who I am and my artistry and all of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> what brings out that confidence though? I mean, is it a combination of things? Like yeah. Grease Live really, I mean, that's a tough skin. Oh, if you man. can make it through that dude, <laughs> wow. You can make it through a lot. It was uh I appreciate that. It was um God, it was crazy. It was I can't believe that we did it. Like that's kind of it's still kind of a trip to me. It's funny. I um we we rehearsed for nine weeks, right? It's ten to seven every day for yeah. over two months, putting a show together that the entire world already knew, you know, <laughs> and was already had preconceived judgments and a hundred percent. We knew the ending. Mm-hmm. These live things like haven't really gone all that well, and no. we were completely changing the format of how it was presented. We were incorporating a live audience. No one had ever done that before. We were you, you know we 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 were doing multiple sound stages yeah. and, and and outdoor uh, shooting. Nobody had ever done that. Before. Watching it happen, I was just like. How are they making this happen? Because the transition from uh, you know one soundstage to outside to another soundstage, the the amount of moving parts, uh, Red Bull and Adderall, I dude. Mean, <laughs> totally no, but, but the appreciation for the talent that goes into that, uh, oh, amazing. I appreciate that, man. We had a really good time, you know. I mean, again, the, where the source material is concerned, everybody already knew the stuff. Everybody yeah. already knew the show and the dialogue and the music and all of those things. So it really wasn't about fixing something that wasn't broken. It was just about reintroducing this content in a way nobody had seen done before whilst paying homage to what the original content was both on Broadway and and, in a film format Mm -hmm. that was we had to you know dot a lot of I's and cross a lot of T's but we had nine weeks to prepare for that so by the time we it was kind of like you know where do you find the confidence to do the thing yeah when you spend enough time doing the thing when it's time to perform it, it's Second just a matter nature. of doing it. Yes. You know, it's like not making a big deal out of it, not making a big moment out of it. People ask what my pre-show ritual is, and I'm like, I don't, <gasps> I don't have, like, why would I need, like, yeah, I do right. a couple of vinyasas with my bassist, who's yeah, a yogi, yeah. before we go on stage, because it <laughs> feels good, you know, yeah. but besides that, I like to play my DS, or, <laughs> yeah. like, have conversations about basketball, or football, or, like, I... You I, play I, Nintendo DS? I got my whole band, my dancers what DSs, we all play Mario Kart, and <laughs> Mario That'd Tennis, and, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, why the DS? Why not like an app version of this? Uh, it's, it's just it's a the experience. Kind of yeah, it's comp- way more immersive. Do we not have DS players in here? No, I did back oh. in the day. I remember. I remember when they had the fur like the 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 square DS oh, and then yeah. the, the 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 rectangle gray one yeah. with the touch screen. Yeah, that's right. And the pen in the back that's and right. the little tiny sliver cartridges. Yep. Oh, my yeah. mind was blown. They're, I had Game Boy. So no, oh. I mean, I had a Game Boy too. Yeah. It just grew. You <laughs> yeah. Know? I had the Game Boy. Game Boy Color. Wow, yeah. that was a big one. Dude. Mine was purple. Play Pokemon Yellow on it all the time. <laughs> you Were go. you a Disney Channel kid growing up? 
I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Were you a Nickelodeon kid? What were you? I watched Nickelodeon as well. Yeah, I watched both. Which I, over? Which one did you prefer? Everybody had it. It was more of like it was more of the shows, like all that. God, like yeah. who could like nobody could beat all no. that. That was crazy. Not you know, that's so Raven. The, uh, I, I believe one of the greatest children's sitcoms to ever exist. That's so Raven. That's a, Incredible. Easy. Have easy. you seen the Orlando Brown videos lately? Wait, no. No, but I know he was in the news because, like, didn't he get arrested? Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. Dude, you've got... I, I have these these videos, these Orlando Brown videos. They're just killing me. They're <laughs> the funniest things I've seen in I, such a long time. I need to. By the way, sidebar, Orlando Brown uh, Brown was Eddie, yeah. Raven's best friend. Uh-huh. Is this right? I, it says, Orlando Brown talks about licking Raven Simone's breast yeah. in Bizarre Video. Oh, <laughs> That is not what I expected you to. It's crazy. It's so freaking funny. He's just oh, he's he's just so high and he's just having the the time of his life with his best friend talking about. That's funny. Raven's areolas. It was it was it was the videos. It's it's pretty unreal. But like that was that was my Eddie. That was my. That was Orlando. <laughs> Has there ever been a part of you where it's like, you know what? That is what I never need to ever become. Oh, well, God, yeah. Cautionary tale. God, yeah. No, no, no. hundred percent. I mean, I, it's funny. I've, I've had templates in my life of what not to do. And yeah. I followed those to a T. Like my, I'm, I'm 86 years old. My Friday nights are, <laughs> my Friday nights are in my backyard with my dog. Like I have a little fire pit and a jacuzzi. Oh, that's, Ooh. That sounds I, delightful. I, I drink like, like su- I'm super snobbish about wow. my whiskey. And wow, I, you I drink whiskey. Cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Whiskey, cigars, like music. You are an old man. I'm an old fart, man. That, wow. That's Friday night. Let me have a few friends over. We'll play Super Smash Brothers. But we'll, that's cool. Yeah. It always comes back to video games. Wow. <laughs> but don't you have to do something to break the Disney mold? What do you know? No, not necessarily. Because, you know, Miley went a little crazy and, you know, yeah. people do certain things. Like, how do you, how do you <laughs> no. become you, not the Disney you? I mean, look at Nick Jonas, look at Joe Jonas, look at Selena Gomez. Like, they're yeah. the template, the template kind of J- Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Like, none of them did, well, Britney later, but the, you know, the, none of them had to do anything. Like, I feel like Talent. people, people, people mismatch the ratio of mm. people that, like, needed to do whatever they needed to do to break the mold. But, like... Miley is killing the game right now. You know yeah, what I mean? Is. Like, nobody is off their rocker at this point, except yeah. for maybe Orlando Brown. In a completely <laughs> patient way, by the way, right? Sure. I feel like Miley didn't, at least when it came to like her second wave of a music career, Yeah, like she didn't really rush anything. She no. came, she killed with the tour, she had a really great you know, album with RCA, and then mm-hmm. you don't need to follow it up. Like she... She wrote it. Yeah. And I feel like that's just changed. And now she's acting. Right. She's doing a movie, man. The voice. The vo- oh, I love her. She's Bucket great Lister, on The by Voice, the by the way. Oh, you yeah. want to be on The Voice? Got to be a judge on The Voice one day. I, I can't even. You got you got put those things out oh. into the universe. They will happen. Dude, everything that I have put out has manifested. I just keep doing that. The, good. I'm just like, I, I, the secret, bro. Yeah. Secret. <laughs> you I, get a secret. You get a secret. I had an ex-girlfriend give me the secret. A book and audiobook one time for Christmas. That was the only gift she got me. Freaking a self help book. Freaking Oprah. I know, yeah, she changed it. It's incredible. I got my I got that girl a really expensive necklace and she Good. got me a self help book. You guys know about the secret? I mean, kind of. Kind of? You know about the like, secret? Like, I get it. Do you understand the basic it. practice? Not, what is it? It's it, put it out there, right? And put then, it out in the universe and it yeah. comes, it will come back to you. So anything you want, like, I'm like, Okay, cool. I will be nominated next year for as best new artist for the Grammy. Secret, like I'll put it out, right? And that's that will come back. And it, but what if it doesn't happen next it year? You just keep you just keep putting it out. So the following year, you say say the same thing. Say the same thing. 
Because eventually the goal is that it will happen. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Fisher, the self-titled EP is out now. You have a new single. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I love All About Us. Thank you, dude. I thought it was a great record. Thank you, man. Really great record. Thank you so much. Looking Like That is a new single. Yeah, man. Very pop funk. Yeah. You know? Like a very, you know, a nice beat. You can jive to it if you get me. Yes. You know, you really can. I was was going to say groovy, and then I watched the lyric video. I was like, Thank Groove you. definitely works with that. Yeah, yeah. it's got like this <laughs> '70s feel to it. Yeah, that's oh, that's kind of the goal, you know. I mean, the, where the EP is concerned, I. So okay, let me just try to you know, in short, explain who I am as well. Yeah. I, um, I I grew up listening to everything. I grew up listening to Luther Vandross and Lionel Richie and Prince and Stevie Wonder and and Michael Jackson and 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 the, and the Doobie Brothers and the Isley Brothers and a bunch of people that really revolutionized pop and soul and R and B. And funk, and we're able to bring all of those things to radio, right? Based on their influences, yeah. you know, their their Nat King Coles and their Sam Cooks and their Frank Sinatra, like those yeah. those guys that really kind of did it for them. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. As an, I mean, I'm, I I don't want to. I'm not a pop soul artist. I'm not a pop R and B artist. I'm somebody that sits in between those genres and tries to bring them all together. Like that's yeah. so for the EP, I feel like I, I wanted four corners of what the full length album is kind of like. So there's the dance record, there's like that counterfeit. It's like the you know, it's that kind of clubby dance yes. anthem that still kind of is all it's all cohesive. There's all about us, which is the more soulful driven record. There's all I want to do, which is kind of that sexy R and B throwback, and then there's looking like that, which is one of my favorites on the album. It I I wanted to have that funk record. I'm a musician. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love I love musicianship i wanted something that was you know live instrumentation and what started first for you because you do play six instruments i play a bunch of instruments. yeah Yeah, i do i um i had a crush on a girl in fifth grade that joined the drama club okay so i i joined the (laughs) obviously yeah i mean because yeah because duh and um i fell in love with with art i fell in love with all of it at the same time i fell in love with music and acting and dance and entertainment and and how all of that can come together and uh specifically in a live format yeah you know, i fell in love with theater that was the thing and then that led me to a theater company that led me to la at 13 and then disney channel like 10 years later yeah that yeah that led to nickelodeon mm-hmm. disney channel abc family fox like mtv it led to just kind of a bunch of random things that all culminated in like a you know a, a tv and a tv career that I'm, I'm i'm very happy with you know um which is great because it gave me a great platform, you know. But my thing was is that I I needed to make music or I was going to go crazy. If yeah. I spent one more year not investing in my music career, I was gonna. It was I, done. I was gonna twist some heads, man. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do it. And um, what, what what was building up in you? Are you a lyrics guy? Are you like a beat guy? What is it? Like, what do you need to just get out? What do you need to express? You know, when you when you hear a record that you haven't heard yet. And from top to bottom, everything about that that record is immersive and takes you on an experience. Yeah, and gives like that is what I'm about. It's not necessarily the lyric. It's not necessarily the melodic structure. It's not necessarily the production. It's not necessarily it's the sentiment. It's how the song makes you feel as a human being. Is what that's that's what I'm about as yeah. an artist. And all of that culminates. You know, like what, what, what the lyric and all the melody, all that, that culminates into something. Hopefully, that is an experience for somebody. And for me, I want to make a song. I want to make an, an album. I want to make a career that is meaningful to me, one that I believe in and mm-hmm. that I have fun. Like I, the songs that I write and put out, you know, whether they be for me or for other people, for other artists, 
there's songs that I believe in. There's songs that I love that I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of. And that's what that's about for me. What are you going into the studio with? Are you going in with concepts? Are you going in with ideas? What, what do you, like a, a typical studio session, do you go in clean slate? What is it? It changes the way your appetite does for lunch every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it really does. Like I, you know, you want to eat. How, uh, sometimes you you crave something and that's what you have to have and sometimes you're just like I'm just hungry yeah <laughs> you know what I mean it's, it works the exact same way I, I, I there are days I go in and I'm like oh my god I have this I dreamt of this melody and I don't know what to do it with I don't I don't, I don't have a I don't have a, 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 a track in my head I just I just love this is it this is ear candy let's build something around this or uh-huh. I have an entire concept for a song or I have a verse and a chorus for a song and I'm like I don't know like but that's just I want to make this happen or I go in and I'm like I'm feeling so just like crazy creative right now I don't really know what to do like I need I, can we just play just give I, me something I either need NyQuil or a writing session like I need yeah. one of those two things um it, it, that's that's how it fluctuates. Cool. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about the song All I Want to Do. When I heard that, I kept thinking of Kanye West and I couldn't figure out why. And then it was that it's that little baby voice. It's that baby voice. And then, yes. and then, voice. I, and then I was like, yeah. where is that from? And it's on the the Good Life has a similar little baby voice in the background. I was like, that's the that's it. It's so funny. Um, there. So that that's a funny. Okay. So so uh, yeah. Where, what is that voice? All yeah. n- all night long. Whose baby um, is that? <laughs> it was it was a sample from All Night Long that that LL Cool J then sampled for Around the Way Girl that I then pitched up and interpolated for my record. It's a, that you got me shook up, shook down, mm-hmm. shook up. Okay, love. Yeah, that was the <laughs> that was uh yeah. I just wanted like a fun throwback. You know, I, mean, I think feel good. Great. I Thank think you. that's what the that voice caught my attention because I was like, that's different. So that's no baby on the record. Thing. No. Okay. By the yeah. way, like that's another thing. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing on my Facebook like every other day your record li- reps, you know, just posting videos of you hitting this one high note. Oh man, they're pimping you out, pimping me out. They're oh. like this, they're, like they're showcasing the high note. That's so funny. Seventy-seven ways to Sunday. Oh wow. But I, th- it, I hope it doesn't get old. Well, uh, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. D- you credit your stage experience with that, right? Um, I credit. Hours and hours and I mean hundreds of hours listening to Whitney and Mariah, okay, Elder Barge and Maxwell, trying to figure out how they do that. Okay, that's what I credit that to. But and, is there a part of being on stage and doing theater that, like, I mean, it's like a muscle within you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's, you know, you spend enough time on something, it just kind of, you know, there's the you, you you become a master of ten thousand hours. 10, hours. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Um, I mean, I'm probably at. I don't even know at this point. I, it's, it, you, it's like going to the gym, man. Yeah. You, you work these muscles and eventually you just have the thing. It's just a matter of keeping them exercised and trained. What do you think of the radio landscape and like your competition right now? And I know like you can consider them competition, whatever. You can learn right. from everybody. Yeah. Right? Because you got to. Yeah, absolutely. But if we're going to, let, let's play record label executive for a second. Right, right, Okay? Yeah. We got Nick Jonas. Mm-hmm. We got Charlie Puth. Right. We got John Bellion. Yeah. We got a few others out there. 100%. Right? Yeah. From your perspective and from your mind, what are you thinking? When you hear their record, how do you listen? I I listen to everything, man. Again, like we we were talking about this at the beginning of the interview. I'm I'm a fan of artists. I'm a fan of music, right? I don't don't think that there is ever room for competition out there. Because where the outlets are concerned and the, the way that people are consuming music now, no one really cares to be honest with you mm-hmm. like what's top 40 
I, I mean, it, it's it, right now, it's especially, a it's, it's a mix of everything. Yeah. But it's a bunch of, like, I'd say pretty freaking great songs. Like, I feel like we're entering into a, to a new kind of, I don't want to call it a golden age, but a new really great time frame and time time you know timeline for 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 artists and mm-hmm. for music like i feel like there people want to hear a narrative like, have you heard 11 blocks by rabel no, i hear it's amazing it's insane fresh eyes by andy grammer yeah. mike posner's cool. new single and his single before uh john bellion records john if you bellion, haven't checked the entire album 80s films oh, all-time low come like, on I can't um Lucas Graham's current oh, single killing and the single before like, people want to hear stories people yeah. want to hear a narrative now and like which means that for songwriters people want to hear things that are lyrically driven again yeah. mm-hmm. and it's not just build up build up build up build up drop the bass <laughs> <laughs> like that's not that yeah. anymore you know like yes. even even a song like closer by the Chainsmokers there's a drop in there but mm-hmm. it feels incredible and where the lyrics are concerned where the narrative is concerned there's a story there yes. super relatable too. it's uh, entirely so that yeah. makes me go oh that song deserves to be number one right now like that's really it's cool to me that a really 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 great song on all spectrums is getting the time and attention yeah. that it needs as I think as a song like I heard the song yeah I was like oh because I mean I heard the, the Chainsmokers what, the selfie was their first single oh and yeah I was, like, I was like oh the Chainsmokers and then, which, which by the way was iconic in its own right yeah my you know? god I was just like what I just didn't know what I was listening to or yeah. I had to really fully comprehend or you know develop a, an opinion on it and you thought there would be like a one hit wonder and that'd be it I didn't really yeah I didn't really know what that was yeah. like it's crazy to me that this is on the radio right now, like yeah, that, you know. Yeah. So, in, in a lot of ways, I was impressed. In a lot of ways, I was like, "This is how, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. like how is this a thing?" And then, don't let me down, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. closer. I mean, like they are just they're they're blowing up at this point, and I and they deserve to be. And I think that that's a really cool. But you would credit streaming, right, for one of the reasons why so many artists can make music. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's outlets for people now. I mean, if you have an Xbox, you can make an album yeah, at this right. point. And I think that anybody that wants to do it. They can do it if they put the time in, you know, and for me, again, as somebody that loves artists and somebody that loves music and somebody that loves art, I'm constantly searching for new people. I'm on SoundCloud all the time listening to what people are making in their basement and becoming inspired by that and hearing, you know, uh, some of the most incredible lyricism and some of the most, you know, ridiculous melodies and, 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 and sonic structures for songs that are now being worked at radio in well, a really meaningful way. And it's of cool. course. By the way, like that's also, you know, when we, we've we had like Diplo in and he he, he, t- he says exa- a, a version of what you just said, you know, where music is today. I mean, that was invented. Yeah. I mean, months, if not year, like a couple years ago by some kid in Brazil in his basement, you yeah. know? So it, it's amazing. It's amazing where like you can find the, the next generation of music. Yeah, and you're a part of that generation too. And when you go in and you, you, you become friends with all the artists that radio is currently playing and you're talking about before you do all the radio shows and right. stuff and you go in with an open mind right a non-competitive mind right but not everybody is going to receive you the same exact way sure. right sure, because of subjectivity and yeah i mean that's i feel like the encyclopedic definition of art is that and mm-hmm. music is that like i you know i love the beatles songs i don't like the way they sound as a band Mm-hmm. You know, that's interesting. I mean, shoot me, sue me, whatever you want. I, I don't. Yeah. Elvis Presley 
didn't write one hit of his, but interpreted it in a really, mm-hmm. really powerful way. Frank yeah. Sinatra, the exact same thing. Like the interpretation, there's an art to interpretation and subjectivity where that's concerned. I know plenty of people that are really great at music and have a like what I would consider great taste in music, but don't love Prince. And I'm yeah. like, I don't understand how that is a thing, <laughs> yeah. but that's because art is subjective. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I think once you kind of relinquish the idea that formulaically no bot not not everybody in the world is going to agree with what you're putting out and tap their foot to every song you drop yeah and you kind of just relinquish that and you kind of uh, you just submit to that whole concept then then it then becomes about again like I was saying earlier making songs making music making records that you believe in because as long as you believe in what you're putting out and you're having fun with that then like that, that yeah. that's it. That like is it. If twelve people relate to it and they love your stuff and buy your stuff, like that, you've succeeded. Yeah, you've succeeded. If twelve million people, if tw- you know, like that, you've really succeeded. You've really succeeded. <laughs> yeah, but as long as you're doing it, and people yeah. are finding interest in it. Like yeah, you're you're doing the thing. You know, hopefully more people do because that would just allow you to continue to do the thing for a longer period of time. But. That's, I mean, that's the way I look at it. I don't it's know. A great attitude, off my soapbox. Hell yeah. I no, that. I like it. I love that. Yeah. You know, that takes time though. You don't just, you don't just submit as you said, yeah. you know, it, that, that, that there's maturity involved there. That's crazy. You got to be around the, go around the block a couple times sure. before you can achieve that. Sure. I that's mean, just not something that naturally organically happens. I think what I make is really cool. I have no God complex though. I don't need everybody mm-hmm. to love it or worship it. I yeah. just, I think what I make is cool and I, I like it and hope, I mean, it's cool that other people do too, and hopefully that becomes more and more because that would just mean that I can continue to do it for forever. Like, you know, that, that, that I feel like if I don't have that mentality, then I then become unhealthy. Yeah. And I start overthinking everything that I'm doing, and then it becomes not authentic. Then why do it? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Jordan Fisher. Hi. A great conversation <laughs> with you, sir. Oh, really guys, great man. conversation. Thank Thanks, man. You gonna ever grow back that teen beach hair? No, no. <laughs> I actually had no... What's that like, teen beach hair? I, it's like big. Yeah. But I, I, you looked over and I was watching a teen beach video like five minutes ago and I was like, I had no idea that was you. Yeah, man. I mean, I was I was 17. Was, yeah. It was a different Jordan Fisher. <laughs> different, it was a different me. Is. I'm actually gonna put something out there like we talked about earlier. I hope you make a song with Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, because I, I know you guys Carly. worked on Grease together, and yeah. I think she's phenomenal and underrated. He yeah. played her boyfriend. I did. Yeah, I know, and they should now collaborate and make a song. Yeah, we've we've definitely talked about doing that. We need to. We just it's a matter of finding time. It's funny we you got we just ran into each other in the south of France. Weird. Back in May. Wow. We were both playing a show together. Yeah. What a cool yeah, sentence time. that is. Isn't that yeah, funny? Right? <laughs> where did we run yes. into each other? Where did we... Oh, <laughs> oh I believe it was the south of France. <laughs> Crazy. On the beach. We, it, was a, it was a fun show, actually, <laughs> at the Can Lion Festival, and we didn't know that we were both playing it. Wow. And we, we played, there's multiple stages. Like, I, I walk into my stage, and, and Usher's performing down there, and Jess Glenn's performing right <sighs> here, and I'm walking to them, like, oh, this is, this is, this is cool. Uh, and then Carly went on. That's nice. awesome. Well, it was so cool. Her Thank album you know? is, Dan, you're oh obsessed. I've had it on repeat for like three months now. It's awesome. phenomenal. It's it's so funny. Carly fans are like they they crack me up in a re, like in a in a great way. But like the the pa- the passion that Carly yeah. fans have for mm-hmm. Carly is the it's coolest. So good. And the, I feel like the music is the only thing that fuels Carly Rae Jepsen. Like solely, genuinely, a hundred percent, the music. She is an artist's artist. artist yes. Artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I love her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's inspiring. By the way, you brought down the house with those magic changes. Oh. It's my mom's favorite performance from Grease Live. Oh, <laughs> thank you. It's really good. That's very sweet. I mean, there's a lot of pressure attached to that song. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, well, it's funny because people are like, oh, did they did they write the song for the... No. no Wait. It's, in the, it's so, in the movie. It's in the movie for but, like 12 seconds But no on one the in the cast sings it. No, Shanana. Yeah. Uh, saying it and, and yeah. they yeah so you hear it for 12 seconds at the dance but that's you guys that's culture it was on it was in the stage version of yeah. Greece yeah. are you kidding yeah, yeah. yeah but so many people <sighs> don't know the stage version no they know the movie like the, the, the Chicago stage version of the original production yeah. of Greece before it went to Broadway it was this it was entirely different it was Rated R, like, really ooh. crazy. Yeah, it was that completely. Did you watch it? Obviously, yeah. You know, I haven't seen it. I just I know I know of the concept. Talking okay. to the writers of, of 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 the show, and you know, we're just kind of talking about things that they wanted to kind of touch on. You know, from that production, and then you know, obviously, take the things that everybody loved about the original production of Greece on Broadway, mm-hmm. the revival from Greece on Broadway, and then of course the film, which is yeah, the, the general public knows is the most successful musical of all time, which is. Again, bananas where the where the pressure was concerned is like, oh <laughs> yeah oh we okay, okay we can take the most most of the music of all time and present it in a format that hasn't really succeeded yet uh, <laughs> but it did I mean you guys, <laughs> yeah, you guys won Emmys yeah 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 it worked. That's crazy. That's good. Do you have any advice? I mean, Ariana Grande is about to uh, hit the stage, hairspray. She's so, I mean, and I've told her this before, she doesn't need any. She doesn't, like, she... She doesn't. Yeah, she she (laughs) needs to literally just be her and do what she does, and that's going to succeed. And I... And I feel like the world hasn't seen her yet fully stage, you know, oh, Broadway yeah, no, no. version of Ariana. She's unbelievable. Right. She is incredible. Jordan Fisher, you're an amazing human being. Thanks, man. Likewise. You have an EP out now. It is self-titled. Yeah. Check it out. Looking Like That is the current single. Woo. You should listen to it. I like it. Heather likes it. Dan <laughs> loves it. I like it a lot. Come on. I like it a lot. Looking Like That. It's out now. Any other questions? Good. You good over there? So much love to you guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks for spending the time with us. Appreciate it. Much appreciated, dude. Thank you. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.